0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Right Bench Podcast. My name is Charlie,
1: and I'm James,
0: and we'll keep getting you caught up on everything going on in the sports world.
1: Yes, Starting
0: with the current state of the championship series, we have we're going to start it off with both both series through six, through five. Sorry, through five, we're going to yeah. start it off with the Battle of Texas, Houston Astros versus Texas Rangers, and I'm gonna, and the, Houston is up three to two.
1: Three two, oh, yep. I mean. And in this series, it's just kind of like, you—the Astros are built for this. They've come back down two zero, and you know they can. I mean, you know yeah, they can. Three in a run. row. Uh, Altuve step it up for sure. He's—he's um, he's always a guy that's going to step up in the playoffs. Uh, and I, I mean, honestly, the whole—the whole, the whole team stepping up, right? As they always usually do. So.
0: Yeah, Altuve, Bregman, and Alvarez all have two homers in the series. And yeah. a few things I want to talk about, because last week we were previewing the championship series, right? Mm-hmm. And I said things like these things need to happen. Yep. And a few of these things were Framer Valdez needed to bounce back, and he has not done that. No, he has. 2.2 innings pitch, the four earned runs is not bouncing back. So they're lucky that they're still up with him not doing well. Yeah, it's,
1: it's rough because in a game game six it should be – Verlander throwing, right? It should be Avaldi and Verlander throwing in game six. I don't know. It would be them throwing. And then game seven, Valdez might be pitching if they play That's game it. seven. Yeah. So it's kind of a thing where, like, he might need to step up, step into that role. And uh, he hasn't done that so far, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, for sure. And um, I said Josh Young would make or break Texas. And right now they're down 3-2. He's been all right. He's been fine. 222 average, two homers, you know, so.
1: Yeah, he he balled out beginning of the series. I think it was game two or three where he, I think he went like three for four. Had a really good game. And he's just, he's a young stud, man. So, hope you see more out of him in this series.
0: Yeah. And a couple more things. Pitching. Right? Presley, the closer for the Astros. No earned runs in four innings pitched. That's pretty impressive. And Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery oh my for the goodness. Texas Rangers, eleven point two innings pitched so far, <sighs> and two runs. So, some great pitching going on there.
1: Yeah, Montgomery going to the um, stud. I, I, yeah. One thing I want to say, he's he truly is a stud. I want to talk about one more thing with the Battle of Texas. If we're going to stay on that topic, um, the Game Five fight, right? I mean, <laughs> th- I mean, this was one thing that was like these teams truly hate each other, um, and it was it was. It started off with Garcia hit a bomb in the bottom of the second, maybe top of the third. I don't remember when he hit it. Um, But he hits a bomb, and he's holding his bat, admiring his shot on the way to first. And uh, eventually, when he gets to first, slams his bat down in the ground and is, like, talking off all the different Astros players. And I mean, they hate each other, so I get it. But uh, on the next pitch... Or the next time up, I guess I should say, he uh, he gets hit with a ninety nine hundred mile an hour fastball right to the shoulder. So then Maldonado says something to him, and then they start chipping at it, and eventually Garcia and Dusty Baker, the manager for the Astros, get tossed in that game. And uh, Altuve steps up in the bottom of the eighth and hits a nuke, and they go up three two. So that's kind of a cool storyline.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, big fight there. Probably, yeah. I think it really motivated the Astros to it did. pick it up and go win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. now, if we can move on to the Phillies versus the Diamondbacks, the Phillies are winning this one three to two after five. Mm-hmm. And again, a couple of things I said last week. I said Schwarber needed to get out of his slump, and if four homers is getting out of a slump, I think he did that.
1: He definitely did. Um. Um, yeah, he stepped up when in the beginning of the series. Bryce Harper wasn't stepping up.
0: Yeah, he's been all right. Yeah,
1: um, he stepped up in that game five, but hasn't done much besides that.
0: And, yeah, there's been a lot of good and bad pitching in this series. Aaron Nolo stayed hot with six scoreless in his um, appearance. Mm-hmm. And the two guys I said would be X-Factors, Merrill Kelly, Ranger Suarez. Suarez has given up zero runs, and Kelly's given up four. And both one start. That's a two game swing there. So I really think I was right about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I
1: think you were. Yeah. I mean, and it was it was in, in those in the third and fourth game, those bats were rolling for the Diamondbacks. They kinda they went down in game five, but Marte, Moreno, Gurriel, they were all and Corbin Carroll's been quiet in this series. Oh yeah. Um so I mean the main guys have been Marte, Moreno and Guriel, and they've they've gotten the bats rolling, but
0: yeah, those I don't are know reasons if it's gonna be it enough. Right
1: now. Yeah. That's the only reason they have two games.
0: And i was going to say, Mr. 400 save, awesome closer, Craig Kimbrell, four earned runs and in two innings is terrible.
1: Yeah. He's was,
0: lucky the Phillies have three right now because he will be getting not a lot of love.
1: I, I still don't think he's getting a lot of love from Phillies fans, especially yeah. in that game four.
0: Did yeah, not pitch good. well. Yep.
1: Yeah. All right, so – that, that was MLB, just a quick little recap. And uh, I guess we're currently in the championship series, so not a recap, but of the games we've seen already. We'll transition to the NFL now. We're just going to do a little recap of the NFL, just some of the main games from um, last week. Cleveland stunned San Francisco in Cleveland. Gosh. And uh, I this Cleveland defense was amazing. I do want to say last week, you know who picked Cleveland to beat the Forty Nine ers?
0: not believe you.
1: I did. I picked Cleveland to beat them in Cleveland. They handed them their first loss. Brock Purdy Lucky. did not play a good game. <laughs> was, those are
0: terrible. Still a bad pick. Still. A bad I
1: mean, pick. I, it's not a bad pick if they won, dude.
0: No, it's a bad pick. Um, yeah, San Francisco's first loss of the year. Yeah. And the Browns, without Deshaun Watson or Nick Chubb, somehow got it to a point with those
1: somehow won it. Yeah, um, I think it, yeah somehow it won it. It was mainly their defense, especially their elite man-to-man mm-hmm. coverage. Uh, Denzel Ward and Delpit were really killing it back there. So, shout-out to them.
0: Yeah, but the 49ers had a 41-yard field goal mm-hmm. at the end of the game to win it, and they, they missed it.
1: They had a chance, yep. they yeah. had a chance and missed it.
0: That's a chip shot for an NFL kicker.
1: Yeah, it should be. Mm-hmm. Missed it barely right. So, We'll move yeah. on to the next game. I mean, Browns. Played a good game. So good for them. Good for Cleveland. Uh, another big upset. Handing another 5 0 team their first loss.
0: Another Jets pick by Jets.
1: Dan- beat the Eagles in MetLife. I'm him again. I picked them nah, to another win. bad pick. They won 14 20. Another elite defense from the Jets. Three interceptions and a fumble. Uh, they just they, they played their butts off in this game, man.
0: And the Jets, yeah, their defense really helped because their offense didn't do much. Four field goals and a touchdown. Only the one touchdown. And it was rushing. So Zach Wilson didn't have to play great to get them to the win.
1: That's so. true. He didn't. On a little conspiracy theory that's been going around. Uh, Devonte Adams is on the trade market, and they're saying there's a chance he could go to the Jets. What
0: do you I think did about hear that? recently though. I did hear recently that he's not getting traded.
1: Really? He's off yeah. the trade market.
0: Yep. That's. I mean,
1: I still think. I still think he needs to leave. But uh, we'll see. We'll see in the past, the next few weeks. We'll go to Monday Night Football next. Cowboys beat the Chargers in L.A. 20-17. to What do you have to say
0: about that? Yeah, it's a great game. I mean, the Chargers had a chance to win this game at the end. Had the ball last. Mm-hmm. This, was this, drop. this was their drop. First play, they had a three-yard scramble by Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Next play, sack. Next play, pick. Pitiful. Yeah,
1: I – I've never been a big Herbert guy, but uh, I was i was definitely cheering for them over the Cowboys. But it was just an, a very efficient game for Dak. Actually, he had his longest rushing touchdown of his career. It was only like 15 yards, but it, it, that was kind of yeah. funny. Um, it was a rough game for Austin Eckler, who's been their guy. Uh, he needed to step it up. He didn't. Um, so, yeah. Good yeah. game from the Cowboys.
0: Good game from C.D. Lamb with 117 mm-hmm. yards as well.
1: Very efficient game from him, too. Uh, we'll move to the last game we want to talk about. Giants lose to the Bills <laughs> 9-14, to a weird score. Um, yeah. The Giants were starting Tyrod Taylor in this game, and he actually didn't play too, too bad. Uh, but I don't know if he'll become the new starter or not. We'll have
0: to no. see. <laughs> Daniel Jones has too much upside. He's not playing well so far in his career, but the upside's there, I guess.
1: It is. I agree. Um, it was it was just a bad game from both offenses. No one could score in the yeah. red zone. Uh, there was a pitiful, right before halftime, the Giants were on the goal line, had, it was like a second and 10. And they didn't have any timeouts. so you have to throw the ball. But they, instead, they run the ball from about the five-yard line. They don't get it in. And that just wasted enough clock, and it went into halftime. And they weren't able to get any points out of it, not even a field goal. Yeah. So just... Not a great coaching game or offensive game from either teams, in my opinion.
0: Hmm.
1: All right, so that's all the games from last week. We'll go into next week. Uh, start with Thursday night football. Jags beat the Saints twenty-one, or twenty-four 31. to thirty-one.
0: Yeah, I've got a lot to say about this game. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, we're we are Saints fans, so yep. I'm not too happy. No, I do want to say. Camaro was the leading receiver and rusher for New Orleans, which is kind of sad. It's Chris Olave okay. and Michael Thomas. But well, if I'm gonna, if you allow me to rant for a little bit. Um, Go ahead. Groupie, the kicker, is poopy, right? He, in his last two weeks, he's missed 252 yarders, which are long, but makeable for an NFL kicker, definitely. They
1: are. He's a rookie. You got to give it to him. He is a rookie.
0: And he also missed a 29-yarder against Houston. That's terrible.
1: You can't miss a 29-yarder. Sort shorter
0: than an extra point. Mm -hmm. And New Orleans has not been able to finish off drives in the red zone. That's been a big problem for them. Setting for field goals, and they can't even make them, right? Yep. And what I'm saying is that they need to fire the offensive coordinator, Pete Carmichael. I totally agree with you. For this talented – Dennis Allen can stay. He's fine, you know. He has – Built a great defense, and if the defense is great, he can. Our stay. defense is amazing.
1: I mean, we've got yeah. a, we've had a top five defense but in the last five years. So
0: I feel like Carmichael has been hiding behind Sean Payton for a while. Now he's the play caller, and he's terrible at it. With Derek Carr, who's not the problem, he's good. Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Rashid Shahid. They've got a Kamal really Williams, good receiver core. Um, I Evan Camaro. There's so They're many
1: weapons defense. on that offense, and they haven't been able to use it properly.
0: Right. Nobody's ever open, and mm-hmm. so Derek Carr ends up getting sacked or checking it down, and it's not good. So we need a better play calling.
1: I, I agree, and there was – I'll just recap a couple things from this game. I mean, ETN is a stud. He's had six TDs or touchdowns over the last three weeks. Um, it was really bad offense from the Saints in the first half. I will say they kind of put it together in the second half, but Derek Carr, he genuinely looked angry out there. At the plays that were being called, the routes that were being run, he was, and he he said after the game he needs to chill out, calm down. But I mean, I get it. There, I mean, some these play calls are they're not good. They haven't been good over the last seven weeks. So yeah. Um, and,
0: and what I've been seeing from Chris Olave is in the first half or so when he's not catching the ball a lot, he starts half half running his routes, not running them. Yeah. Short. And so it's not going to help him get open if he can't run routes.
1: Exactly. And, I mean, I think he needs to learn from Michael Thomas because Michael Thomas, we've seen, he's still got it. He's coming back from injury pretty strong. Um, And his route running ability is still there. But uh, the Saints tried to come back in this game, but uh, there was a really bad touchdown drop by Foster Muro in the back of the end zone. And they could have had a chance to go for two and win it, but they dropped it. They probably didn't deserve to win this game. No
0: one would have been open on the two-point conversion anyway.
1: That's a good point. <laughs> I mean – And you would be it, able to
0: it, miss the extra point.
1: Exactly. It probably would have been a check down to Kamara to not even get to the goal line. Because so. yeah. that's what we run every play.
0: Every play. So. All right, well, that's Thursday Night Football. Yep. Oh, um, let's move on to our NFL picks. We will have a guest come on, Cole Hutchinson.
1: Oh, we're going to have a guest this yes. week. First guest. We
0: might have to wait a couple minutes for him.
1: That's all right. We can talk about we can talk last about little... scores.
0: Yeah, I mean we can probably yeah. You got eleven. I got six.
1: Ooh, I mean... that's kind of rough, man.
0: Yeah, it's it's rough, but you know we're looking to come back strong. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: um, sure. I still got some upsets in the works this week. Um, but I think. I think last week I just I picked them all right, right? I mean, how many games did we pick last
0: week? Twelve. Um, I picked not eleven. Sure, right? But, uh, I think you only got like two or three wrong. It's, it was a great showing from you. It's really yes, bad showing from me. Only got, I only got like half, like less than half of them right. That's really bad.
1: It'll be all right. You'll bounce back, but you won't bounce back enough to beat me. So I think I will. Oh. Okay.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, a couple upsets. Jets beat the. Eagles, which of course you had in the, I don't know how that happened. I um, don't
1: know. I don't know how it
0: happened either. Zach Wilson isn't very good, and Cleveland, San Francisco, I, I'm still a bad pick. And I mean, you also maybe said he is, Brock Purdy was gonna win the MVP. I said there was and a chance. You also, and and then you proceeded to not pick them. That's um, a
1: great point, and he didn't play a good game. So I mean, I don't. I think he's in the MVP race just because his record. Their record is gonna be good. They're gonna be he's in the
0: playoffs. A, but he's not? BMC did you just say he's guy. not the guy? Debo Samuel is the guy.
1: Bro, it, who's throwing the ball to him?
0: Brock Freddy basically slant, slant, slant.
1: It doesn't matter. You still need a guy. I mean, at Iowa State, he is genuinely the best quarterback to come out of Iowa State.
0: Probably. He, Who else is to Iowa State?
1: Again, he had to sit behind two guys, eventually won the starting job, broke records in the NCAA, threw for 3,000 yards, I think close to 100 touchdowns his senior year, I mean, he balled out at Iowa State, and it yeah. surprised me how late he was picked, like, being Mr. Irrelevant. I thought he could be um, I mean, I, I, I thought he'd be a higher pick.
2: Oh, hello. Oh. Cole. Hello. Hey, Cole. Hi.
1: We've got, we've got our Cole? special guest. I'm here. All
2: right. Hey, Cole, How, how are you doing,
1: Cole? Nice. Straight All out. Right. You want to get into our first game? Charlie? Yeah,
0: we'll get into the games here. Again, James eleven, Charlie six. We're gonna to look to change that coming in this week. First, we got the Browns versus the Colts. I'm gonna start us off with the Browns beating the Colts. I think coming off the big win, they're gonna keep it rolling. I don't know who's playing and who's not at this point. I'm not really sure, but the Colts are. I know who's not playing is Anthony Richardson, and that's all. That's it. Like, the, I think the Browns are a better team at this point.
1: I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick. Uh, the Colts in this matchup. I'm going to go against you here. No. I'm going to. I think in Indy, I think Jonathan Taylor has his finally his comeback game back into the Colts lineup. I think they're going to have to run the ball a lot with Minshew at QB. So I, I think Jonathan Taylor has a great game. What you think, All Colt?
2: Right. I've got personally the Browns over the Colts. Deshaun Watson coming off of an injury this late or in the mm-hmm. middle of the season, but. He's gonna have a strong comeback in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He should
1: be coming back this week.
2: Should be. Looking positive. Yeah. But yep. right, move on to the next game.
0: Buffalo versus New England. I don't think there's much um arguments here. New England's bad. That's the only note I wrote. So Buffalo's gonna win this one. All
1: right. Here's here's another one of my upsets. We're going to New England, baby. In Gillette Stadium. Um they're wearing some cool jerseys. I know doesn't y'all all don't care about jerseys. But they're wearing navy and silver, something they don't wear a lot. Um, I think You're Mac also wearing
0: Mac Jones.
1: I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if Mac Jones has a great game, but I think this defense steps up. I think Judon should be back from injury this week. Um, maybe not, but it does not matter. This this New England defense is gonna step up. They're gonna stop Josh Allen, who's been very mid this year.
0: Yeah, Cole?
2: Really, I've got Bills over the Patriots too. Bill Belichick's near retirement. Team morale is kind of low, but I don't it have it by much. I have it by at least a field goal. Josh Ooh. Allen didn't have a great week last night. Only one hundred sixty-nine passing yards and an interception.
1: That's a good point. He didn't play. Right. He didn't play well last week.
0: All right, let's move on. So the Commanders versus the Giants. I've got the Giants here. I think Daniel Jones, if he plays, has a good week. Is he even playing? He's not. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. He's starting. not. Tyrod
2: Taylor's gonna oh. start.
0: Well, did he play strong last week? I don't really remember.
1: Yeah, I think he but, played a decent game. I mean, he had to go against the Bills, but yeah. they kept it close the whole game.
0: Um, I'm not, I, I'm, not sure about the <coughs> Commanders. I feel like they're mid. No, I don't really love them in these games. I,
1: so I, I, I'm a big Commanders guy. Honestly, I've been a Commanders guy for a long time, especially since Terry McLaurin's been there. Um, but I'm gonna I, again, I'm gonna pick you on another third. I guess this is the third time we're picking something different. Out of three, I- I'm picking the Commanders here.
0: Oh man, this is a great opportunity to come I back. I
1: think, I think Ryan Robinson is the uh, X factor in this game. I think he has a really good game, and uh, yeah, I'm pick Washington
2: here. Yeah, well, I'm gonna have to agree with BJ on this one. New York Giants having Daniel Jones injured, but Tyrod Taylor coming off of a second week as a backup mm-hmm. quarterback, he's gotta feel pumped.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I really like Tyrod Taylor. I think they might go with him for the rest of the year. We'll have to see. All
0: right, let's move on to um, Detroit versus Baltimore. Um, Baltimore's a good team, you know. They're but Detroit's probably for the best record in the NFL. If you haven't heard, I got the Detroit Lions.
1: I also have the Lions here. I mean, really, all I have here is Laporte is a stud. This yeah. guy they got out of Iowa. He uh, he's this. Right now, he's the second-best tight end in the league by, like, stats, um, right behind Travis Kelsey. And uh, he could genuinely turn into a top-five tight end in the league in maybe two years. And uh, I think Lions are real Super Bowl continuers, so I'll go with
0: the Lions here. Yeah, I like him on Raw as well. Mm -hmm. I have him in a few fantasy leagues as well.
2: Yeah, he's
1: been a stud so far.
2: Yep. I have the Baltimore Ravens on this one as well. Lions have had a strong start in this season, only losing to the Seahawks so far. And again, (laughs) team morale is a big factor. And with, what's it called, wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. getting fined last week, it's not going to be high.
1: Wait, so who do you have winning
2: this game? I have Baltimore winning. Okay, Baltimore winning. Gotcha. Okay, not by March. (laughs) Okay, next game,
0: Raiders versus Bears, bad on bad. Um, Straight the Raiders. up Raiders. Yeah. I have a little bit better of a record, but oh, see that showing here a little bit. The Raiders will take this. One.
1: Um, I it, it's two backup quarterbacks starting in this game. If yep. We didn't know it's uh. I'm not sure who Vegas is starting, but I know that Chicago is starting this D2 guy who broke a ton of NCAA records. So I'm interested to see what he does. Uh, his name's like I can't. I know his nickname's Bag, which is Tyson cool.
2: Baggan. Or Yeah, Ty-
1: That's what it is. Yeah, Tyson Badgen. Um I think Chicago takes this one. It's in Chicago. Uh, it, it's probably going to be a weird field goals game, but I think Chicago wins.
2: I mean, I have Raiders right. in this one. Jimmy Garoppolo being injured, but Brian Hoyer taking the spot. Mm-hmm. I think he's a pretty solid quarterback from what I've seen practice-wise. Yep. Rookie Tyson ba- Badgett, he's good. I've seen him play. Yeah. But... When it all comes down to um, just overall statistics, and I think yeah. Brian Hoyer pulls it on this one.
1: Yeah, statistics can star power, right? I mean, the Raiders have some more stars. So.
0: Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to Tampa, versus Tampa Bay, the division matchup. I got Tampa Bay. They've Baker Mayfield has looked reborn. He's been looking amazing. Atlanta's ah. right. I mean, they have Bijan. He's going to be good. Obviously, they, no one can stop him completely, but I think the – Baker
1: Mayfield well plan. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna pick Tampa Bay in this game too. I think they run into a hard um defense with Atlanta, but I think they still pull it out and Baker wins it for him.
0: Yeah. Cool?
2: I still have Tampa over Atlanta as well. Just because of Baker Mayfield's big return this season after not mm-hmm. looking so well last. Yep.
0: All right. Now um Steelers versus the Rams. And for me, I think Matthew Stafford's good, Puka's good, Cooper is good, Tutu Abel is good, and the Rams are good. Give me mean the Rams.
1: The Rams are good. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a hot take. I'm going to still take the Rams because it's in L.A. Um, I think they've got a chance to maybe sneak into a wild card with Cup coming back and everything. But I, I'm going to still pick the Rams, but I, I don't see really anything happening for them this year.
0: Well, they're not great, but they're good, you know.
1: Okay. Who about
2: I have the... I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes here. I have the Steelers over the Rams as well. Okay. Kyron Williams being on IR. Yeah. I think the Steelers are going to take a big advantage off of this.
1: Hey,
0: I yep. see it. I yeah. See it. And I All think right, they're going to
2: punch strike hard.
0: Yeah, let's move on. Um, Cardinals versus Seahawks. I've got the Seahawks here. And... I think the Arizona Cardinals cannot win without James Conner. He's been, he's just got. You have Ooh. Hollywood Brown, sure, but I think he's their guy. Without him in there, Timmy.
1: That's I uh, I don't know about not being able to win without James Conner. I'm still taking the Seahawks, but I think I think the Cardinals. I really like Josh Dobbs. I think Kyler Murray needs to be traded, and the to just roll with Dobbs for the rest of the year. Maybe tank for a quarterback, but I'm gonna take the Seahawks here with Gino.
2: Cool. Yeah, I have the Seahawks on this game as well, with Cardinals ranking in at the second-worst defense in the league and not yep. having enough playmakers on offense. Joshua Dobbs is all right, but Zach Gertz, Marquise Brown, and Joshua Dobbs alone isn't going to be enough to beat the Seahawks.
0: Yeah, good point. Yep, all right. Getting close to the end here. Got the Packers versus the Denver Broncos. The Broncos aren't good. They brought in, John Clayton, they brought in Russell Wilson. They got all these guys, but they just can't win. Really not sure why Russell Wilson's kind of falling off, but the Green Bay Packers will win. Jordan Love is turning into Aaron Rodgers. It kind of looks like <laughs> he's been really good, and I see the upside there.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take Green Bay here too. I mean, Denver still hasn't won a game at home since Sean Payton's arrived, and I, I don't think this is the start of it. The Broncos are just
2: honestly they're trash. So I'll take Green Bay. Go. <laughs> cool. I have Green Bay over Broncos as well. And my only notes are the Broncos' only win has been against the Bears.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Bears aren't very good either, if you haven't heard. <laughs> um, let's go to the, another division matchup. Chargers versus Chiefs.
1: Yeah.
0: I think the Chargers are fine. No, but the Chiefs are better. The Chiefs are a great team. I think they show here.
1: Exactly. I mean, Kansas City's just better. I don't think the Chargers are going to do anything this year. And, uh, you know, we might have Tay-Tay in the stands. Kelsey going to have to show out. So, yeah, I think Kansas City wins by a ton.
2: Yeah. I have Kansas City on this game as well. I think they're a Super Bowl contender this year as well uh, from last year. They always and are.
0: With yeah, Pat
2: Mahomes coming off last week with 306 passing yards, I think he's going to light it up this week.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, now I got the uh, – probably the biggest game of the week. I think it's Sunday Night Football.
2: It is Sunday Night
0: Football. And going back to last week, I said last week making our Super Bowl predictions that the Miami Dolphins would win the AFC. I'm going to stick with that. I said the Miami Dolphins go and win it against the Eagles.
1: I, I, I'm going to tell you this <laughs> right now. Miami isn't going to go into Philly and win, and, and they're not going to they're not going to be able to do any of that in the playoffs. So I'm going to I'm going to take Philly. It's a bounce back game for him on Sunday night, and I think DeAndre Swift has a heck of a game against that Miami defensive line, and uh, we'll see where it takes them. But I think Philly wins by at least two touchdowns. <laughs>
2: I have Eagles over Dolphins in this game as well, because Dolphins have several defensive players on IR or not mm-hmm. IR, but they're just questionable. Yeah. Two cornerbacks, a fullback, just not full tip-top shape. They're not.
0: Yeah. Our final game. I guess when the Night Football. This is the last one. Um, 49ers, the Vikings. The Vikings have really struggled this year. I mean, and now without Justin Jefferson, just. Takes the struggle even greater. Give me the San Francisco 49ers off of loss. Jump right back.
1: I, I know I talked about last week Brock Purdy being in the MVP recession no race. Uh but guess guess what? maybe I'm going against what I'm saying right here. I'm gonna take the Vikings on Monday Night Football.
0: You're not? Um with two 49ers yeah, I think Niners
1: <laughs> drop another game. They go down to five and two. Um and I think I really like this Jordan Addison kid, this rookie. And I think with Justin Jefferson out, he steps up big time and becomes he becomes the guy for the Vikings this week. I think he has a big game.
0: Michael?
2: yeah, I have to give it to Mr. Irrelevant on this one. Brock Purdy is going to take it just go. because of, again, team morale. Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson's contract is ending at the end of the season. And he, I think he's looking for a trade. Personally, I don't think he's sticking with Vikings.
1: I, I agree. I think we talked about it a little bit last week of the rumors of him teaming up with Jamar, Chase, and Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, maybe one day.
2: <laughs> That'd be fun to see. It would be. All right.
1: I, I want to thank you, Cole, for coming on, making these picks with us. Um,
2: thank you. Anytime.
1: And uh, maybe we'll have you back on a episode soon.
2: Yeah.
0: Maybe. My- NFL analyst there. Uh, see you, go. Cool. See you, Cole. Right. Thanks,
2: man. No problem.
0: All right. Now let's move uh, on to our NFL discussion for the week. We said last week we wanted a little more discussion, and this is what we're bringing in. We're mm-hmm. going gonna to be talking about can the Bills finally make the championship leap? And when I say I have notes for this, I have lots of them. Uh,
1: I mean – the Bills making the championship leap, right? They've done it in the past. I'm I'm not going right. to really give a strong answer on this. I'm going to
0: say yes and
1: no, and I'm going to give some parts for each side. Uh, but if Booz, you want to start with it.
0: Yeah. Let's just look back at what Josh Allen has done throughout his career, right? You got to start somewhere. Josh Allen was drafted in 2018. Mm-hmm. And in that rookie season, only played 12 or so games, 5 and 7. Just a rookie, right? Then 2019, they started to trend up. Ten and six, lost in the wild card to the Texans, but still they're trending up. You know, Josh Allen's starting to become great. In 2020, that's when they really um, hit another level. Thirteen and three, and get to the conference championship game um, against the Chiefs. Didn't get, didn't win it, of course, because they can't make the championship leap. But they yeah. became elite, you know. In the 2021, they went 11 and six. A little drop off, but still looked good in the playoffs. Lost the in the divisional to the Chiefs. That was a 13-second overtime game. God, yeah. And then last yeah. year, 13-3 and three again last year, and lost in the, to the Bengals in the divisional. One thing I have on this, they have never gotten past the Chiefs or the Bengals at all. They have not beaten either in the playoffs since Josh Allen has gotten there. So I don't, I don't see it happening anytime soon. And you say, well, maybe they will do it later or this year, right? Well, how have they improved? You know, I bet you – they had the big leap in 2020. That's because they picked up Stefan Dix, and he was a big part of this team, right? He's the reason they made that big leap. <clears throat> and in 2021, they dipped, right? Mostly because they didn't have any great feelings, you know? Yeah. And so, you got, to, they kind of dipped off a little bit, but still played well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, looking back at that 2020 NFL season, that draft, they traded the number 22 overall pick for Stephon Diggs. Oh. And that, that that pick turned into Justin Jefferson.
0: I did not know that.
1: So, yes, it did. And it's, it's kind of a thing where it's like, I mean, I guess they're on the same level, but Justin Jefferson just won Offensive Player of the Year and he's younger. So yeah. I, I really don't know. Like, a good question is, like, was Stephon Diggs worth it? Was it worth giving up that and you haven't made a championship in the past three years. yeah. And uh, I I, I don't really know, and we'll have to see, especially this season. I think it's just, again, it's championship or bust. Anything less than that is, it's not good for the Bills. And um, they haven't had a guy as good as Josh Allen since uh, Jim Kelly back in the early 2000s, late 90s. Um, but Jim Kelly and the Brock—I mean, not the Broncos, the Bills—have been cursed just at like losing in the playoffs. Jim Kelly was a four straight Super Bowls; he lost all of them.
0: Yeah. Well, so. If you want me to keep going with my points here? Mm-hmm. They remember they dipped in 2021 without any free agents. 2022, they really went back to 13 and three, right? And then they really improved, focused on improving their defense in free agency. Sonny Vaughn, Miller, and many others helped mm-hmm. to that leap, and they sort of did, up to 13-3, and three, but not really. Right, right? Lost in the divisional. Or not, yeah, lost in the divisional to the Bengals, because they can't get past either the Chiefs or the Bengals. They can't get past the Chiefs or the Bengals. And in 2023, they're, um, three agents, Jordan Phillips, Shaq Lawson, Jordan Poirier. Again, defensive-minded, right? <clears throat> but not too much there. I think that's not that's not enough to be Kansas City, and Cincinnati, not both and.
1: That's true, and
0: not either or, but like both. Sorry.
1: Um, no, that's true. I mean, it, they haven't been able to get past the Bengals and the Chiefs, and they're still as good as they've been. But now they're running into this new Miami team in their yes. same division. They've been able to win the AFC East in the past three years, but this year there's a chance
0: they might not. So yeah, they're already four and two. They are. So these are not big enough improvements, right, Mm -hmm. to get them above that leap, which is what I think. But Look, this is the truth. Josh Allen isn't good enough to beat Burrow and Mahomes. He's not on the same level. Burrow and Mahomes are on a different level right now.
1: Especially in the playoffs. He hasn't stepped it up in the playoffs
0: like they had. And so my conclusion is that he should get a trade to the NFC to have any chance of winning anything. Wow. Because he does not have the star power that the AFC has. That is
1: it. I was not expecting that, if I'm being honest. I I think Josh Allen, if I'm being honest, just like Jim Kelly, as I was saying earlier, he retires a bill, but at the end of his career, I think he's ringless. I think he's going to be like the Chris Paul of uh, the NFL, and I I just don't, don't see it happening. But there's also the type of things where if the Bengals are kind of down this year, the Chiefs don't have... I mean, they're still good, but they're not amazing. And then you're running into a new Miami team. So there's a chance they can make something work, maybe get into the championship, but I don't think they ever win it. And I think Josh Allen ultimately retires dreamless.
0: Yeah. Good discussion there. hope to keep these throughout the week.
1: Yeah, it's um, nice. It's nice. Um, we'll, we'll move into college football. And uh, we're just going to talk about a few big games in college football this week. Penn State versus Ohio State, the seven versus the three. A little uh, Big Ten matchup here, and um, re- really in this game, Marvin Harrison, as we were saying la- last week, he just needed to step it up, and Penn State needed to stop him, and they weren't really able to do that. He dominated.
0: Yeah, so I was from twenty to twelve. Yeah.
1: Um. So it was it was good defense from Penn State in the first half, but in the second half, Marvin Harrison was just getting open. There was this amazing catch. I think it was the end of the first half, actually going into halftime. He got – it was like a horrible PI call on Penn State, like was grabbing him the entire way. And Marvin Harrison makes this amazing back shoulder catch and catches it without the – like he didn't even need the PI call. He still caught it. So he's a stud. He's a I mean, he is just – he's their guy.
0: And, and there's a chance the Bayers end up with the first and second overall pick, mm-hmm. the Panthers pick. So they can end up with Harrison and Caleb Williams. That would look really good.
1: Um, I, I think the Bears keep it rolling with Justin Fields. I think maybe they trade the first or the second pick, but I think Marvin Harrison should definitely be on their radar to pair with DJ Moore.
0: Oh yeah. And this was also a very defensive game. Mm-hmm. Penn State had under two hundred fifty total yards as a team. Not passing, not rushing, total. And there was thirteen total punts. God, that's was, so boring. <laughs> crazy.
1: Um yeah, I mean, Penn State came in as a top five defense, and uh, they were able to, I mean, to hold Ohio State to what was it? It was twenty to twelve was the final score. Yep. Ohio State, I mean, just under twenty is impressive. So, but they couldn't get it done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Virginia versus the North Carolina Tar Heels. Virginia upsets. They uh, they they win it, and I'm not sure where it was. I'm not sure if it was in Virginia or in uh, Chapel Hill, but. I think it was in Chapel Hill, actually. I think they walked into Chapel Hill and won. But uh, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, Chapel Hill.
1: It's it stunned me. <laughs> I mean, I think Virginia's one of the worst teams in the ACC. So for them to beat Drake May and the Tar Heels is impressive.
0: Yeah, before this game, Virginia had one win.
1: That's really bad.
0: And we can take a look at a <clears throat> sorry, take a look at a little Heisman um look. I guess I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Drake May. Three hundred forty seven yards, two touchdowns and a pick. He's looking fine. I mean, nothing crazy. A lot of yards, but they lost, so
1: And then we'll transition into a rivalry SEC matchup. Tennessee versus Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Alabama squeaks it out, has a great second half. But uh Milro, he's just, he's not nice. He's not no. he's not the guy. Um But we'll see how they do in the coming weeks.
0: Yeah, Tennessee led twenty to seven at halftime. Bama came back and went thirty-four to twenty. That's resilience. That's Nick Saban's resilience right there.
1: I mean, Tennessee not scoring any points in the second half is abysmal. Yeah, Um, and uh, Joe Milton kind of went away. So, yeah. Um, we'll go into another ACC matchup Duke versus Florida State Florida State just I mean they kind of it was close at the beginning but Florida State pulled it out and uh Riley Leonard came back in this game which was surprising they thought he was just gonna warm up didn't think he was gonna play but he had a horrible game so probably shouldn't have been out on the field anyways
0: under 100 yards
1: yeah um not much to say about this game Florida State's still rolling should win the ACC this year
0: yeah should make the college football playoff Especially
1: with North Carolina going
0: down this week. Yeah. Duke, actually, was winning this game going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But the guy outscored 21-0. And if you get outscored 21-0 in the fourth quarter, you're not going to win.
1: Yeah. Jordan Travis <laughs> is a guy who's clutch, especially in the clutch time.
0: Yeah. another. Speaking of Travis, little Heisman watch. 268 mm-hmm. yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Fine. Yeah, same.
1: Yeah.
0: Kind of the same I mean, with Drake May, but he won, so.
1: Um, Last game. A little uh west coast matchup USC versus Utah Utah wins USC drops another one and uh is is Caleb Williams falling out of the Heisman race
0: Yeah, I think he is. He's just especially since he won it last year. Um, yeah. They don't really like to get it to him two years in a row probably.
1: I mean, throwing three interceptions in the Notre Dame game and then not throwing one touchdown pass tonight yeah. against Utah's defense is that's rough.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're just not what everyone thought they would be, you know.
1: They're not. And they, <laughs> it looked good at the start of the season, but they didn't play anybody. And when they go up against these pretty good Pac-12 teams, um, it all changes for them.
0: Yeah, and um, one more thing. Utah's receiver, Cioni Vaki. sorry if I pronounce Five receptions, 149 yards, two touchdowns. It's a lot of yards and a little receptionist. Mm-hmm.
1: He is a he is a stud, and we'll we'll might talk about him a little bit later. Possibly.
0: But,
1: um. Well,
0: I mean, if you want to transition to our next college football, yeah, let's talk about the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Maybe some. We'll talk about maybe some odds changes here. Uh, I'll start you off with the odds right now, according to MG, BetMGM. Number one is Michael Penix Jr. tied for second, JJ McCarthy and Dylan Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Tied for fourth, Jordan Travis and Jaden Daniels. Mm -hmm. Next is Drake May, Ty for seven, Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, and Carson Beck. And I want to start – Michael Penix, definitely trending down. Zero touchdowns and two interceptions in this fourth – in the the fourth quarter when we kind of started this, so.
1: Yeah, we'll see how they pull out
0: that game. To this point, zero touchdowns, two interceptions against a bad Arizona State team isn't good, so –
1: Definitely trending down. I mean and uh Jaden Daniels, guy tied at fourth with Jordan Travis. He's uh played army this week, so not a great matchup, but he, he threw for what was it, three hundred yards, three touchdowns total. I mean just yeah. he's just having a stellar performance. He got pulled in the fourth too. So yeah. he didn't um, he didn't have a chance to score any more yards or touchdowns in the last fourth quarter, so.
0: So you think he's trending up?
1: I think he's trending up. I think he's. I think he should be in that top four,
0: kind of a homer um, pick.
1: It might be a little bit of a homer pick, right? We're LSU fans, but I've been a Jade Daniels guy since his uh his junior year at Arizona State. I've really liked him, and then when we got him, I was I was hyped. So yeah. I um, want to talk just about one more thing, just real quick: the Brock Bowers injury. Uh, I know Georgia didn't play this week, but. Brock Bowers, he had tightrope surgery. So if you don't know what tightrope surgery is. I don't. It is the the tightrope system. It pretty much anchors the ends of the tibula and the fibula together. So it's kind of an ankle. It's an ankle injury. That
0: doesn't sound good.
1: And uh, pretty much what the surgery does is it just kind of connects them and stabilizes and faster healing. It's a little cord that mm-hmm. um, they put in his foot. And that's according to the Southern California Orthopedic Institute. Um, but Brock Bowers, usually this injury is about six to ten weeks. They're saying about four to six, which would mean mm. he might not be back to the SEC championship if they make it there.
0: Yeah, good. Um, I do want to say the Washington game went the final. They squeaked it out 15 to seven, but okay, I, I wouldn't be proud if I were them. The Knicks did end up with zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Definitely turning down.
1: That's a rough game for him. My dog of the week last week.
0: Other guys, More trending down. Drake May. He, yeah, he threw for 347 yards. That's a lot of yards, right? But they lost to a really, again, bad Virginia team, and that's automatically going to make you turn down. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Caleb Williams, he was already towards the bottom of this, these odds that I mentioned. He's turning down as well. No touchdowns and no interceptions in their loss. So, again – it's not a top 10 husband guy yeah it's
1: it, i think he's honestly he's tanking his draft stock too right he was seen as the number 1 quarterback in football but now you're seeing guys i mean beginning of the season you saw Shador Sanders right he's still playing very well um uh guys like Jay Daniels from LSU guys like JJ McCarthy from Michigan Michael Penix obviously all these guys they're they're kind of starting to uh, kind of creep on them on the draft board for some of these NFL scouts, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I didn't see a lot of trending up this week, but I do have one. Bo Nix, 293 mm-hmm. yards and two touchdowns. And they won against a Washington State team that may not be ranked, but they're respectable. They were ranked. They're a solid team.
1: Yeah, they're a solid
0: team. Um, So, just, if he were up to the top, I may not say he's trending up, but he was right around where Caleb Williams was, so I think he will definitely trend up here.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's all I got. All right. Uh, that was our Heisman odds. So we're going to start um, just bringing in some more fun into the podcast. So we're going to be doing a little game here. Guess the guess the team on their Madden, Madden skill position ratings. So pretty much we're going to give the ratings for the wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver three, the tight end, the quarterback, and the running back. And I'm going to give my – my overalls for each position. Charlie's going to have to guess. I'm going to give you what, two or three guesses, or just one guess? What are we going to do? Just one guess? Yeah. And then um, he'll do the same to me. We have two teams picked out for each person. And I mean, we'll see how it goes. You want to start us off? You want to do one for me?
0: Um, sure. All right. Also, quarterback is a 70 overall. Oh my God. The running back is an 85. Okay. Wider 01 is an 80. Wider Sheeper 2, 74. receiver three seventy four, 3, 74. Tied in 86. I can repeat anything you would like.
1: Okay, so they got a good tight end and a good running back. I think their quarterback might be a rookie. So I'm trying to think of, I mean, there's what? Richardson. If you want to play along too, go ahead. Um, Richardson. Um, Bryce Young. Uh, they don't have a good tight end.
0: Hayden Hurst, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think he'd be that high at 186. He said, oh, um, yeah. "I'll no, because the Colts wouldn't be. I think of some other kind of younger guys. Box ticking. Maybe it's um. All right. No, that wouldn't make sense either." Trying to think through divisions right now. Just looking at different like young quarterbacks. You know what? This is what I'll go with. I will go with the Atlanta Falcons. Final answer. I think I don't know if Kyle Pitts is yes. that high, but yes. that's gonna be my final answer.
0: It's the Atlanta Falcons. Great yes, job.
1: sir. Come on.
0: Right. All right. You wanna do one to me?
1: Yes, sir. I got you. Uh quarterback, seventy six. Right receiver one, a ninety. Ooh. Right receiver two an eighty five. Ooh. Right receiver three a seventy six. Tight end a seventy four. And running back a seventy six.
0: Uh, can you repeat the quarterback?
1: Sure. He's a seventy six overall.
0: Seventy six and some good receivers. Hmm.
1: The best overall is a ninety, wide right receiver one.
0: Yeah. Um, no injuries, right?
1: There's no injuries.
0: Okay. Oh, man. I'm, I don't think I'm too good at this. Let me think for a second. Wouldn't be the Saints. Uh, well, could it be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Evans and Godwin? Baker? You know what? I'm not going to think too much about it. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, final answer.
1: That's correct. It's yes, Tampa sir. Bay Buccaneers. That's a quick one. Yes, sir. Had a
0: boy. All right, I'll give you one now. All right,
1: second one.
0: This one should be pretty easy for you. Um quarterback 84. Okay. Running back 78. Wide receiver 199. Oh. Do you have a guess already?
1: I mean, there's two teams. Wide receiver, two, 77, wide receiver 277. Wide
0: receiver 376. Tight end 91.
1: Okay, so I was between two. It was the, uh, it was the Dolphins or the Vikings, and uh, Dolphins don't have to have that good of a tight end. It's going to be the Vikings with Kirk Cousins and just Jay
0: Final answer.
1: Final answer.
0: Correct. Yes, two... sir.
1: That's what we're doing. All right, we're gonna do our last one here. This is gonna be a tough one. I'll be honest. All right. Quarterback, a seventy overall. Wide right receiver one is an 85. Wide right receiver two is a 76 overall. Wide right receiver three is a 75, and the tight end is a 72. And finally, the running back is an 86.
0: That's tough, man.
1: It is. Their best player is a, their running back at an 86.
0: All right. Well, I we think through these rookie quarterbacks. It might be the 70. You have Bryce Young. I think he might be a little higher. Him and this, Stroh. But it could be Anthony Richardson with no injuries. Michael Pittman, John the Taylor sound nice. Yeah, I'm not going to think about it again. Colts, final answer.
1: That's right, the Colts. Dang, we both killed it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. All right. I mean, we're going to play just one more game, lighten up the mood. So what we're going to be doing here is – so ESPN releases every year a top 100 – of the NBA players go into the next season. So just to add a little bit of NBA, um, I'm going to give Charlie three players. He's going to give me three players. And we have to guess where they are in the top 100. And if Charlie want to explain kind of the scoring, how we're going to do this.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a series. We're going to change the sport each week with these top 100s. Obviously the most recent ESPN top 100s, NBA, NFL, and MLB. Uh-huh. Um, and if you get within five, you get one point. If within three, you get three points. If you get it correct, you get five points.
1: All right. And we'll so, keep
0: track of those as we go. Yeah, we'll keep track. Um. Yeah. You want to start us off? You give me one?
1: I will. Um, I'm going to start off with a guy for the Rockets, Jalen Green. Where do you think he is?
0: Jalen Green. Well, immediately he's obviously not, like, a top guy. They're probably not even, like, top. 45, 50. So it kind of narrows it down for me a little bit. Um, Maybe like in the set. I think they're probably overrated a little bit. I'm going to go like 72.
1: 72 is not a bad guess. I was kind of surprised by this. He's at 80. He's at number 80 exactly.
0: Dude, so make sure to write that down. I got nothing.
1: Zero points. Oof.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'll give you one now. Mm hmm. You're gonna have Kyle Kuzma. Mm. Please don't study this top one hundred, because like that'll be boring. Um
1: no, I don't I don't know. I I think he's definitely not in the top fifty. I don't think he's even in the top seventy. So I'm narrowing it down to about a hundred to so hundred to seventy five ish. I think he's in that range. He's probably closer to the back. I I'll go like ninety two.
0: 92 was a good guess. We were looking for 86. That's a zero. I will ah, Dang,
1: one wow. off. He's oh, dang. He's kind of higher than I thought he would be. Um. All
0: yeah.
1: right, I'll, I'll oh, give was, you a guy.
0: A little underrated, but that's just me. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a guy.
1: I think the Wizards could. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what they can do this year. They probably won't be good, but you never know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, I'll give you a guy on a new team, joining the Trailblazers, DeAndre Ayton.
0: DeAndre Aiden is a tricky one, because he can be anywhere, you know? Some people think he's overrated, underrated, anywhere in the middle. So, I, I, I actually, I think I almost picked him. I don't remember. I think I did almost pick him. I remember him being, I mean, I think he's like around 50s to 60s. He was 61.
1: He was 49. Bro, oh. It surprised me. I mean,
0: I think he's underrated in general, but that's overrated right there. Exactly.
1: I mean, he's. I think he'll be underrated on the Blazers for sure. But a forty-nine is. I don't think he should be in the top fifty.
0: Yeah, I did forget to mention first of fifty wins this
1: first oh. to fifty.
0: Yeah,
1: you're gonna get zero I points for that. There
0: but right now, <laughs> not looking too hot. <laughs> um, I'll give you one now. You'll be looking for a little mellow Ball.
1: See, a lot of people like LaMelo Ball. I mean I I like LaMella Ball, really like his his dad, his brothers, they they've been funny. But um I don't I don't know where he would be. See, I'm I'm not tricky one. What'd you say? I'm sorry. It's a tricky one. It he is a tricky one. Um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say they put him in the top fifty. I'm gonna go forty-eight.
0: Oh my god, you got it right. Actually, forty-eight.
1: I I don't know if maybe I saw him because I was looking at DeAndre Ayton, but boy, dang, I got in on the on the money.
0: I don't know, man. It I thought I thought it's outrageous that he was put only one ahead DeAndre Ayton. I, that's insi-
1: also. I don't think he should even be that high, being out with injury so long last really? year. But
0: it's a mellow Ball, he's he's good.
1: He is good, but I don't know.
0: All right, who's your last guy for me? My
1: last guy for you. Uh, also a new guy joining the team, Bradley Beal for the Phoenix Suns.
0: Jeez, you are making a hard on me here. <laughs> not a big NBA guy. Probably going to lose the NBA's Bradley Beal, though, because he, he used to be really good, obviously. If I'm not mistaken, he's kind of slowed it down over the past few years.
1: He has. He's slowed it down. He's still a really good scorer, but we'll have to see what he does in yeah. Phoenix. And
0: these, these top 100s are overreaction – um, Central. So, I think to overreact a little bit. I'm going to go 41.
1: That's close. You will get some points. He's at yeah. number 37. All
0: right. All right I'll take, so I'll
1: take you'll get, what, one point for that? One point. one point. Yeah, all
0: right. Well, I only got one. He's only got five.
1: That's and all like, right. You'll bounce can... back when we get to MLB. Don't worry.
0: I've got John Morant for you. Oh. The best shooter in the league.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. I I feel like Ja, they probably still overrate him. I, I'm gonna just put him where I think he should be. Um I'll say he's right behind Bradley Beal at 38.
0: Well, I think you're crazy to think he's that he'll be that low. Really? I also think ESPN's a little crazy to think he'd be that low. He's at thirty-five. He'll get you. Okay, up. so I'll get. will get you three points.
1: Three points. Nice. Yeah, it is. That is kind of low, but I get all the, the stuff happening this year. Him being out twenty-five games. Like I get putting him that low. He was
0: not, He was ninth last year.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a big downfall for sure.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, good job. I think the final score there was like eight to one. Oof. Not a good start in both of our series for me. Hopefully I can try to pick that up. We're going to end it like we always end it here on the Right Bench Podcast with Dog of the Week.
1: Dog of the Week.
0: You get you start us off.
1: Alright, so we're going to go back to who we were talking about earlier. We told y'all he might be coming up. I don't know if I can get his I'm not sure if I'm going to get his name right, but how do you say his name? Sione Vaki. Something like that. Something like that. He's he, I was about to say he's a wide receiver for Utah, but guess what? He plays three positions. He plays running back, receiver, and safety for the Utah Utes. Wow. He had, in this game for running back, he had nine carries for 68 yards. Not, I mean, not bad. Yeah. All Five right. receptions for 149 yards and two touchdowns. That's a lot. And on the defensive side of the ball, he had two tackles. And a tackle for loss. That's crazy. So, I mean, he helped him take down USC. So, like, I mean, he's my dog of the week just because it's like everyone's been talking about Travis Hunter this year. I haven't heard this dude's name pop up once. He plays yeah. three positions. For sure, He played 127 snaps tonight is what I've seen from my sources. So, wow. I mean, crazy impressive from him. And, uh. I hope it keeps it up, and I'm gonna become a fan of him. Honestly, he was. Yeah, me too. I did not know that. Playing three positions is just insane to me.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll move on to my dog of the week. I got Virginia's own Malik Washington helped mm-hmm. them defeat the top ten UNC with 12 receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown. That's a dog. right? Yeah. And that's my dog of the week.
1: I mean, if you can, if you can take down a top 10 team. You're a dog for sure. Yeah. So yeah. 150
0: yards, touchdown. Can't do much else. I mean, really yeah. good. Yeah,
1: Good for good for Virginia, man. Good for the Cavaliers. I hope they uh, maybe they stun some people in the ACC and make a bowl game. We'll
0: see. I don't know about that. But, um, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Right Bench Podcast, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, I mean, thanks so
1: much, guys. I hope
0: you yeah. all like this one more than the last one. A little bit better audio, maybe. I don't know. Um, But see you in the next one. All right. Peace out, guys.